Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to My Dad Wrote a Porno, The Footnotes. Uh, this week, we've got a little segment for you called Rocky Changed My Life. <laughs> <laughs> He's changed a lot of people's lives for the good and for the worse. He really has. We get a lot of emails from you guys, which we do love receiving. We read every single one. Um, but some of them have kind of taken us by surprise in how much Belinda Blinked and my dad's writing has affected you. Transformative. <laughs> Indeed. He's touched people's hearts. He's touched people's vaginas. He hasn't. That's You can't prove it, all right? If he touched someone's vagina, he would have a much more accurate idea of the layout. So the first one is from Amelia. Hi, Amelia. Hello. Amelia Sizemore, which I feel is a bit of a rocky name. Uh, <laughs> we won't dwell on that. Um, and she says that she had to get an MRI scan because of the podcast. Are we allowed to laugh? Um, well, should we see how the email yeah, goes? <laughs> Hold all laughter until I finish reading, please. Sometimes I think we could do with an MRI scan after we've done a chapter. Honestly, I'd love to know how much of our brains have been eroded just by <laughs> listening to this book. I think Rocky should have had one about three years ago. <laughs> so she says, I first discovered your work. <laughs> work. work. Your canon of work. <laughs> when my friend played it to me during a five-hour car trip. We made good progress for the first hour or two, but then a weird thing started happening. The story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the world of Belinda Blue. <laughs> Every time I laughed really hard, I got this incredibly intense, albeit brief, headache. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. It was like the intensity of an ice cream headache. Oh, they're the worst. Yeah. <gasps> When you've licked Brain too, freeze. too quick. Oh. James, you get it when you lick too quick, don't you? And also when you've had ice cream. Um, but except that it lasted a bit longer each time, so even worse. She attempted to keep herself from laughing quite so immoderately, which basically meant that all the excess laughter leaked out of her eyes. Is that oh. medical? Is that is that the science bit? <laughs> laughter leaking out of your eyes? And it just looked like she was in floods of tears. People do look mental when they listen to this sometimes, apparently. Mm. Rocky has a really intense effect on people. Apparently medically. They're crying for him. They're not laughing. Honestly, with every tear. <laughs> After a couple of episodes, I could no longer stand the pain. Oh my God, stop listening. It's not important enough. Well, she had to start listening to the podcast This American Life. <laughs> <laughs> that is more serious, it is to be serious. fair. She goes on. It isn't a fun thing trying to explain to your neurologist exactly why you were laughing so hard for so long. And the good doctor... <laughs> Nice Dr. Robbins reference oh. there. Was basically looking up my symptoms on the medical equivalent of Wikipedia. Second opinion, please. Yeah, how do you explain that in the doctors? I've been listening to 
porn mm. and it's made my head hurt. It's made my head crack in two. Can you fix me? It's made me literally cry. But it sounds like, don't worry about it, because he's not even got a diploma. I mean, he's not even got a B-tech in head, shoulders, knees and toes by the sounds of it. Yeah, seriously, I love that his first thing was MRI. Go, go straight to an MRI, not would you like a paracetamol? Well, apparently or... straight to Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Discography. Don't Google symptoms. That's the worst thing you it, can do. You are bad for that, though. Yeah, I'm a bit of a hypochondriac. Now I just use Google to self-diagnose. What about that lump in your chin? Still haven't figured out what that it's is. It's a rough bit of skin, James. <laughs> yeah, honestly. If anything, it's like an ingrown hair. Like, just calm down. <laughs> when you have that sore ear because you'd, like, slept on your ear, it's like you're fine. <laughs> Alice, you can't put a price on your health. You really can't. Yes, you can. And you're costing the NHS thousands. <laughs> Stop going for checkups. No, that's the thing. I don't go. And that's why I'm, like, diagnosing myself with weird shit. Oh, yeah, that's it. You don't go then. Just moan about it for days. And we're like, just please go and see someone. What's that mole? Stop it. <laughs> Don't. I don't need any more ailments, all right? I've got a lot to deal with. He's on his deathbed. I don't doubt it. I mean, now I'm a tiny bit worried that this girl's on a deathbed because we actually don't know where this is going. Yeah, seriously, read on. Yeah, so the neurologist said that they thought that she had an aneurysm and so ordered her to go to her. (laughs) Why are we joking about this? I hope you're bringing it back. Um, Well, she's written it down, so she can't be that ill. And he ordered her to get an MRI scan immediately to check that her brain wasn't going to explode He is not a doctor. (laughs) He does not know what he's talking about. One week later, I was lying in a giant white medical tube for 30 minutes listening to the horrific sounds of my brain being imaged. Oh, I was going to say, of my dad wrote a porno. I was going to say, it sounds awful. (laughs) (laughs) And she was thinking, I can't believe I'm here because of a porno podcast. Cost her $600. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. We don't have to pay her that, do we? We don't have we to give have her that back. We have absolutely zero responsibility There's no obligation there, no. Wait, so there must have been something wrong, though, because when you laugh, it shouldn't hurt like that. Well, it turns out that she's aneurysm-free. Oh, great. Ooh. Amazing. But she does now have, because of my dad wrote a porno, a ridiculously rare, although harmless condition that usually only happens in 50-year-old males, and she's a 28-year-old <laughs> female. <laughs> called primary cough headache. Oh, I think I've got that. No, I'm joking. Shut Jesus, up. James. It's not about you. Also, did this doctor make up the title for this disease? Because I feel like he's gone, um, yeah, it's um, primary cough headache syndrome. Hi. <laughs> um, she says, most people experience these headaches when they're in the midst of a coughing fit or while taking a massive shit. Oh, um, <laughs> wow. Um, and, but her only experience has been when she's been listening to us three, so... Which is very much like someone taking a massive shit. <laughs> yeah, a massive shit on our literary heritage. Oh, Amelia, many, many get well soon wishes. Yeah, we're just glad you're okay. If only she could hear this episode, but she's stopped listening. Yeah, that's a real shame. Okay. Anyway. What a waste of everyone's time. <laughs> I've got one. Bit different to Amelia's, but still someone whose life has been ruined by the podcast. Oh, go on. Uh, this is Brett. Brett says, I've been binging your podcast at work to pass the gruelling mundanity as graphic designer for a municipality here in Ontario, Canada. Stop it, Brett. It sounds really interesting. Don't do yourself down. (laughs) Suddenly Belinda's career seems so much more exciting. Are you single, Brett? (laughs) I listen with headphones, obviously. Obviously. You have to. You can't listen to this publicly. But the little Jack had partially slipped out. What, his little Jack? (laughs) Oh no, the Jack, the Jack, yeah. Yeah, the the headphones But little Jack had wriggled out of my pants. (laughs) Brett was getting very excited by the Duchess. I didn't like that little Brett was called little Jack either. Shouldn't it be named after the owner? Do you have a name for yours? No, do you? No. I couldn't imagine giving him a penis a name. Who would you introduce it to? Potential partners? I feel like somebody would have to name it for you. I don't think it's the kind of thing where you can say, please meet. 
think someone needs to give it a pet name. <laughs> I have a friend who calls her vagina Janet. That's Why? not true. It's true. She cho- Apparently, she, her and a couple of friends all call their vaginas after people they hate. Janet so Jackson. She, so she, not Janet Jackson, just, <laughs> just a Janet. So she calls her vagina Janet. Why after people that they hate? That's really oh, weird. They've got she, problems, James. She's a bit weird. It's not a very feminist move. No. Own your vagina. Is this podcast taught you nothing? Own it. <laughs> Own your vagina, ladies. Own your vagina. It's like, pick up after your vagina. It's your responsibility. <laughs> Keep it clean. <laughs> so his little jack slipped out, uh, which meant the <laughs> podcast was also playing through his computer speakers unbeknownst oh. to him. And you know when you've got your headphones in, you can't actually tell. You don't know. No. no. Anyways, I guess this, I'm reading his language here. Anyways, I guess this violated usage regulations of taxpayer-funded IT equipment, and I got sacked. <gasps> he lost his job! Oh my god. No, he didn't. For playing porn in the office. I mean, it is a sackable offence. Oh my god, calm down, Ontario. Hang on. Rocky's changed people's lives in terrible ways. Honestly. <laughs> it's destroying lives left, right and centre. Should we stop doing this? There must be a good one. This one's quite good. Okay. <laughs> Less sure than you were about 30 seconds ago. So um, I'm going to change her name just because it's um, compromising. Okay. Oh. So we'll call her Nadia Belandra. Nadia <laughs> Belandra? <laughs> I just made that up. I quite like it. Um, Hi, Nadia Belandra. <laughs> so Nadia Belandra writes, Belinda Blinked helped me feel more comfortable in sexual situations. Oh. <laughs> At the moment, I'm not in a relationship. And I'm still a virgin. And a friend recommended that I purchase a vibrator. Okay. Nadia Balandra. Nadia Balandra. She's time to do some experimentation. (laughs) You go, girl. I was in a shopping centre and passed by an Australian sex store. She's also in Australia, just to say. Good day, Nadia. Oh, sorry. I probably shouldn't have said that. There's so many Nadia Balandras in Australia. (laughs) Honestly, people are going to Google it. Um, So she went past the sex store and it sells toys and lingerie, mostly for women. Okay. You get the idea. Not that male lingerie. Sure. I felt nervous about going into the sex shop, but then I thought about Belinda. She wouldn't feel nervous about walking into a sex shop. In fact, she could own one. I mean, yeah, just for the stuff she personally has purchased. I feel like after Pots and Pans, she's going to start running her own sex shops. I mean, in her mind, I imagine it's a very similar clientele. She just go to all of her contacts that she already has. With the confidence of Belinda, I strolled into the store and made my purchase. It's probably the best thing I've ever bought. Nadia, calm down. Um, Thank you, Rocky, for putting yourself out there and creating a hilarious world. I mean, has he put himself out there? Also, don't think it's supposed to be hilarious. Uh, (laughs) I'm not sure you should congratulate him on that specific achievement. Yeah, Nadia, that's actually quite offensive. So thank you for your email. We'll pass it on. Uh, I've got a bit of a nicer one. This is from Robin and the subject line is, thanks for helping me get over a breakup. Oh, oh, this, this is, is going to nice. be sweet, yeah. When you go through a breakup, there's usually that sad stage where you listen to sad songs and find meaning in every word. It's true. <laughs> James lives off Adele. <laughs> I listen to you guys. I mean, that's ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> what, to know what you're missing in the bedroom? Or to be thankful that you are missing what you're missing in the bedroom? Reciting the words like poetry? Yeah. I'm so glad I'm not in a relationship ever again. <laughs> Can you imagine how awful it would be if I was having sex right now? <laughs> Um, having now moved on, I'm now going through what James Cooper has described briefly on the podcast with dating sites. So I'm oh. glad I'm not the only one being ghosted. Oh, man. Robin, you're not the only one, babe. We've all done it. We've all felt it. <laughs> Even Alice these days has felt it. Oh, I have. You've, yeah. had, you've had a ghost. Were you ghosted? Oh, ghost. yeah, you were ghosted. My first that ghost. That was quite bad, actually. I thought that was poor form. I was quite protective of you. That, that wasn't happened. so much a ghost as... Get out so, of my life immediately. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but... no, but like a constant reincarnation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, 
Oh, he's not dead. He faked his own death. Oh, wait, no, he is dead. But you guys have ruined me matching with a few people. Adam, forever here. Adam. Um. Des, Dribble Martin. Obviously, I don't know how many people called Des. I no can't one's be with someone called Des. Des. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I can't really take many others seriously either. No. So she, she just can't date anymore. Because I think she needs to chill. She's going to have to accept some people who have a name. And also, how many times are you going to meet Grigor Kalansky on Tinder? Not that many times. Not having it. How many Peter Rouses are on there? <laughs> Norman Togwe, though. <gasps> if there's a Norman Togwe on there, he's getting super liked. Norman Togwe is getting all the sex because of this podcast. There's one, I bet. Yeah, wherever he is, he's getting laid. His LinkedIn is riddled. <laughs> so this next one from Bryn Collinsworth, who I think is one of the RSMs that didn't actually make the cut, uh, I think Rocky would truly approve of. This is something that I imagine Rocky's actually had on his list of ambitions since he started writing Belinda Blinked. Oh, okay. So Bryn writes, So I live in Kentucky, and my mom is a law professor at a university. So he's from good stock, Bryn. Mm. Sure. She's doing a British culture class for first year seminars and she asked me what British thing young people would like to learn about in class. Right. I think you can see this coming like a train in the night. <laughs> young people. Young people. Love moms. She's such a lecturer. <laughs> Honestly, I was joking when I said she should include my dad wrote a porno in her class. No. Yes. Mrs. Collinsworth, what are you doing? <laughs> Professor Collinsworth to you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but now she's all for it. I said maybe it's not the best thing for college freshmen as their introduction to university life. And she said, I'm a goddamn professor. I've got tenure. I'd like to see them even try me, the shits. Oh my God. I'm loving Professor Collinsworth. She's right, Sasspad. She's fierce. In conclusion, some Kentucky redneck freshmen who know wow. nothing about England, wow indeed, are being presented with the podcast as a traditional example of British pop culture. God help them. Stop it, Professor Collinsworth. Oh my God, David Bowie, minis, <laughs> my dad wrote a porno. It's all British pop culture. <laughs> That's such a mistake. It really is, James. She's going to be brought before some sort of board. Oh yeah, there'll be a tribunal before the end of the year, before the end of the semester. They'll be like, I don't care if you've got tenure, Professor Collinsworth. <laughs> Do you think it's like Dead Poet Society where she's on the chair? <laughs> Guys, do you have any idea how much college costs in America? These people are going to lectures, learning about my dad wrote a porno and paying thousands of pounds for the privilege. You know when they put away for like kids' college funds? Yeah. They've done that for this. What a waste. What a load of shit. It's a free podcast, just listen to it. Oh my God. America's going down the pan and we're not helping. She's the biggest crook of all. Well, thank you, Bryn, for bringing that to our attention. Sorry. I feel like after every email we should just say, Sorry. (laughs) Um, So this one's from Elliot, um, and he says he had to get in touch because of a really disturbing experience that occurred to him last week. Oh, I know. After being away for a couple of weeks, I listened to a few episodes back to back. We don't advise doing that. No, one a week at most. One a week. That's why we space them out that way. There is a health warning at the start of the episode (laughs) for a reason, Elliot, all right? And unbeknownst to me, Rocky's insidious prose (laughs) was working its way into my subconscious the whole time. Oh, it will do that. That's what it does. It's like a tapeworm, but for your brain. Yeah. I think I've got a tapeworm. Oh my God, you're as bad as James Cooper with your bloody hypochondria. Stop talking about that tapeworm. But I've I've had so many dinners. You have, it's worrying. She stole someone's cookies at work today. Oh, don't tell people. She's a thief. I thought they were communal. (laughs) I bet you did. What is a tapeworm? It's that thing that lives inside you and eats all your food, so you think you need loads. Excuse me, what? It's like an actual giant worm. It's like a snake that lives inside you. A (laughs) snake? Alice, they're in someone's rucksack. 
Stop talking about the cookies. Uh, I she only... sniffed them out like a serpent. I only told you to. Don't tell people <laughs> that. So what? The symptoms are you steal other people's food. Wait, I didn't steal. Okay, to clarify. <laughs> yeah, the tapeworm just <laughs> takes all food. Comes out your mouth and just bites. <laughs> it was someone's lunchbox, but I thought it was A like... lunchbox, <laughs> right, okay. I thought it was a communal smorgasbord. I did apologise, <laughs> I did admit. Unbelievable. Anyway, back to Elliot. I stole the cookies from the cooking jar. <laughs> um, he says, the following morning, I got to enjoy a lie-in with my girlfriend. Um, and I think you can all see where this is going to go. Yeah, lovely sleep. Lovely. I love lying. Oh, a nice cuddle. Oh. Uh, we'd been apart for a while, so we were becoming physically intimate. Oh, for God's sake, Elliot. <laughs> you don't deserve to be physically intimate with anyone with that phraseology. When all of a sudden, unbidden... A particular scene from the book appeared in my head. (gasps) Which one? I was no longer in my lovely flat in Harrogate, but I was on a leather sofa in an equestrian outfit as in Knightsbridge. (laughs) (laughs) With a pissed up secretary and some severely chafed buttocks. (laughs) That is a boner killer, if ever I've heard one. Oh my God, there are no worse places to be. What, than Forsters? None. The worst. Suffice to say, the intimacy was halted and the explanation offered to Nicola (laughs) was met with a perplexed look, which I'm sure you guys have become all too used to. Um, I love that he's like, I'm sure everybody's experienced this. They haven't, Elliot, actually. Yeah, you've got to take it out of your mind's eye when you're having sex, mate. Did his boner ghost him? (laughs) He got ghosted by his boner. Oh no, that's the worst kind of ghosting. He got ghosted by his own little Jack. Well, sharing is caring and I'm sure other people will have been in that position. So thank you for your candour, Elliot. Mm. And if you've been affected by any of the issues in my dad wrote a porno, (laughs) (laughs) tell Rocky, we don't care. Is this an after school special? It kind of is. I've got one that will end us on a low note. Oh. Can it get any lower? Uh, this guy's called Griffin. Hi, Griffin. Uh, his subject line is, can't keep this to myself. You are responsible. Can't okay. keep my hands to myself. Griffin says, I've been listening to your podcast since the winter. Don't need your life story, Griffin. <laughs> since the winter of my life. Winter is here, guys. Winter is here. But something happened today that you are responsible for, so I thought I'd let you know. Very accusational in tone. Yeah, it's suddenly got very combative. Yeah. Last night I broke up with my girlfriend. Oh, Not no. another one. Sorry, I'm a fucking river. Sorry, this isn't like agony aunt corner. <laughs> uh, because of this, I was feeling a little down. So I sat at my desk in my small college room to eat my lunch and listen to an episode as I do a few days a week. This episode was Jim's secret. Okay. You'll remember what happened there. I'll just say one thing, flaky pastry. Once the part came up about confetti cum and flaky skin, <laughs> I laughed so hard that I farted in my seat. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Immediately, it felt much hotter. Oh. Much hotter. hotter. Stop saying hotter. Does he mean sexier? Than usual, and I jumped up. Oh, God. I looked in the mirror. Stop looking in the mirror. I had laughed so hard that I had literally shit myself. (gasps) (laughs) Why did he look in the mirror? Why didn't he just know? Why did he slip behind? Oh, my God. For the first time in my life since I wore diapers, I paused the episode. Stop the it's like I've got to pause that, I can't miss a moment. <laughs> and ran to the shower. I'm writing this email in my underpants with a towel around my body. Thanks for being so fun and creative, Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for listening, Griffin. And maybe invest in a bottom funnel. Oh my god. As a matter of urgency. <laughs> one for yourself, not a communal family one like your friends. <laughs> Why would you email us that? Why would you give your real name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one which you could have called Nadia Belanda, as you called her before. 
Please don't use Nadia's name in vain. <laughs> um, so, guys, if you have been touched by Rocky's World, please do get in touch. Yeah, do get in touch. My dad wrote a porno at gmail.com is our email. Instagram is my dad wrote a. And we're on Twitter too, at Dad Wrote a Porno. All of the socials are always different. And join us Monday for the next instalment of Belinda Blinked 3. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.